Oh, so I finally made it. <laughs> finally, finally an adult now. <laughs> I figured it out. Ha <laughs> You know, what all of that kind of leads me back to is like, we're doing this to have fun and... That's kind of why we decided to say fuck it and just do a webtoons episode. <laughs> yeah, we've had a lot of shit that we've read. A lot of good stuff. It's all been good. So when I say shit, I mean heavy freaking topics, right? Like every conversation you and I have had kind of ends up talking about, God, sexual assault, but really bad jokes associated with it. You know, shit like that, where it's the tropes just representation and we we always talk about social justice and injustice at some point not and that's not a bad thing that is that is our thing that is definitely what we enjoy about media however it's time we do something fun <laughs> it is freaking time i guarantee you that's all that we're gonna have time for today because all i listen to and read is slice of life and really corny romance stuff on webtoons so hell yeah so yeah that's hell all i got yeah <laughs> i support that so today the me your master of mediocrity aaron and me your lieutenant of literature jessica we just want to talk about some of the fun things that we've read on webtoons so at the time of this recording dc decided to team up with webtoon and start putting some content out through that app website try to hit that user base webtoon is from a korean entertainment company and it's a just a online app where you can read a bunch of web comics for free or you pay for additional episodes if you feel the absolute need to continue reading on and can't wait anywhere between i don't know six and 35 days depending on how far ahead the writer and artist is on up their uploads but even then paying for a new chapter is about 50 cents so it's still a rather cheap thing to do as long as you are like jess and me or you're very oh what's the word i don't want to stingy i guess on which <laughs> on how many titles you <laughs> you pay ahead to read uh it could be a really kind of rewarding and affordable hobby yeah. so we kind of wanted to talk about the things that we read and we enjoy. And we go back to week to week to week and just is kind of the feel good stuff. So hopefully we'll tell you about, we're going to probably talk about a lot of different titles and maybe not even too in depth about themes and social issues <laughs> presented in the stories and just, I don't know, have a good time. Just connect. Having a good so, time. Yeah, because we freaking deserve this. Deserve this! Everybody deserves a good time, honestly. For a good time call, download your friendly neighborhood Webtoons app. Girls talk comic? Oh yeah, there's also that. <laughs> okay, so the downside for this, for me, whenever I downloaded the Webtoons app, because I downloaded this before you and I had this conversation, I didn't know that other people actually paid attention to this app. Like, I just downloaded this mm -hmm. as a guilty person who was guilty of reading way too much fanfiction of the Raylo genre mm -hmm. and then like let, mm -hmm. i'm also like otp hades persephone and then i got targeted viciously mm -hmm. by facebook for lore mm -hmm. olympus and i could not raise i had to mm -hmm. i was like okay so i like googled webtoon 
and it looked pretty legit. It, it looked pretty like, okay, maybe this isn't going to give me a virus. So I downloaded it and I read it. And then I saw that it carried some of the other Facebook stuff that I see, you know, like the um, Sarah's Scribbles or the Blue Chair or the um, Adam's uh, Book of Adam, Books of Adam. It also has Lunar or Baboon, you know, these all of these Facebook comic, like one panel web comics that I enjoyed, but I didn't, it's only when they get posted by somebody. I never really see them. I never like took time out of my day to follow the comic itself because like prior to having Webtoon, I knew that I needed to figure out how to do tabs in my phone, you know, like, like I would when I was in college on my laptop, I always had a tab open on all of these web comics that I was following like that back in the old days children I just had a million tabs open so I wouldn't forget all of the comics that I was reading because it was all on different websites so I get to the webtoons I'm reading Laura Olympus I'm fucking in love with this stupid comic like I'm so so just all in so I immediately pay for coins so that I can get all the way caught up, but it's the only one that I pay for because I'm a, <laughs> I'm a Scrooge. So then I follow all of the slice of life things so that I'm like, oh, okay, like the, these are all of the comments that I would be tabbing on my laptop. So cool, got that. And then it started to like occur to me that some of the bullshit K-drama stuff that I watch on Netflix actually started here. So then now I'm reading a whole bunch of romance K-drama stuff. In, like, the longest form. And it's a little bit harder, I think, to get through. I, I can't do more than three or four of them. It's literally the color aspect. Like, doing it in black and white, for some reason, I can get through it a hell of a lot faster. Webtoon, being a Korean app, most of these romance ones have the same kind of visual cues that the shoujo manga that I would traditionally be reading have. These people obviously came up on manga, but they're doing this computer-generated version where they can color everything. And for some reason, Erin, I cannot read more than a couple of chapters of this shit in a night. I cannot. Like, something about color just shuts me down and I'm moving like a snail as opposed to, like, when we covered Skip Beat, where I read basically a decade's worth of manga in two days. So yeah, I, I don't have very many things to, to add to yours on that side of it, but I do have all of the Slice of Life ones. But unfortunately, the downside, like I was kind of hinting at earlier, is now I'm getting things like Tappy Tunes and other apps like that on my Facebook ads, and every time I click on them, they're subscriptions. So instead of having like a coin <sighs> system where you pay for early release, early access, kind of like a Patreon system, like better because you can buy coins in bulk and then only use them on the things you like. This is $4 a month that you're spending and you better remember that the app exists and spend time to make it worthwhile. And you know, the problem with that is I will spend six months reading until my eyes cross, like I did with Scribd whenever Scribd first came out, and like basically any book you could think of was available. And then they put a, a five novel limit on there for me, and I'm like, this isn't fucking worth it, because now I've read five books in 10 days, and there's 20 days for me to wait for my new pop-ups, and, and I forget that this thing exists and I'm paying for it. I will go six months, and now I might as well have just bought all the books that I liked the look of, you know? So that's what I think is really special about Webtoons is it's the only one that has like the palatable paywall. All of these different, there's like five of them and they all spam me with the one really interesting comic that they have and you know the rest of them are shit. And <laughs> I don't know, like I just, I'm really offended by the aspect 
I'd like by that aspect of this. But like, so beware if you're like me, you're gonna start getting some weird shit. Can I talk about my love of webtoons? Oh, please do. Okay. So I enjoy webtoons because it actually looks like a legit website. <laughs> I think I used to do tapas, and tapas just I don't know sat wrong with me after a while. I think it was also in an era where some people were reading tapas and or creating stuff on tapas and we're like, it's shit. And I was like, I don't want to read from a shit company, but you know, then I started picking up floppies. So fuck me. Uh, <sighs> I, I don't know. I don't get a lot of those ads because I don't really look at them anymore. And all of them look fake. All the other stuff that they're like, Oh my God, you know, you're going to love this. I'm like, that looks fake, 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 fake. And you know, I judge it viciously for that. How did you come to the point where you trusted webtoons? Because Webtoons looks a little fake on the ads, whatever you see the banner ads. That's true, it does. It looks fake on the ads, but I didn't hear about it, I think, from the apps. Like, I, I checked out the website. I heard it word of mouth through other folks. Um, mm. I checked out the website and just kind of looked through it. And I was like, okay, this looks legit. Or at least, you know, legit enough for me to download. And then I resisted buying coins forever. And then I kind of just did it as a crapshoot because I was like, all right, we'll see if they take my $5 and then I have a $2,000 transaction on my credit card. And if that's the case, then guess who's making a claim with the bank? You know, I was like, I have the time to resolve this should it need to be resolved. And that didn't happen. I was like, all right, I guess you're legit. And Mm -hmm. voila, that's how I trusted it. I gave it the opportunity to hurt me and it didn't. There was also just seeing the variety of stuff, different styles, different names. I think Lore Olympus, its fame really kind of drove my trust of it forward because it was getting legit attention after a while. Fuck, they have they have Hot Topic merch now. So, I mean, they've made it. Jesus, really? Yeah, no, they do. They have amazing Hot Topic merch and they published a graphic novel, which I have to buy, even though I've read all of it. Mm, yeah. I'm gonna buy it. I don't care. One hundred percent. I support you buying it. But let's actually talk about the stuff that we like to read on it. And yeah. we've talked about Laura Olympus, and Laura Olympus is really freaking popular right now. And I'm totally gonna just like what I love about Laura Olympus is that it's the Persephone and Hades retelling of the story, where Persephone is pretty independent adult who actually can make decisions in the story rather than being made for her, though. Zeus being a dick is totally a relevant plot throughout the comic. What I enjoy about the aesthetic, though, is that you're in ancient Greece when you go to the like the human realm, but when you're in any kind of god immortal realm, it's like modern era today. And I fucking love it because they just look killer in their modern fashion and suits and nice cars and technology and Hades is such a great dog dad I don't know it's just pretty great so anytime you see a lot of Cerberus being the best boy that's I'm there for it I don't care so I talked about Laura Olympus why don't you introduce our listeners to another comic okay so there's this comic by Snail Lords which is finished now called Freaking Romance wherein Snail Lords is an NB artist who has made this like fantasy slight like romance where the main character is like kind of an insta baddie like mirror. She's got the Maria and the hearts like heart on her face 
and it just it's very it's aesthetic you know like very clean just very i couldn't not click on it you know and it and it takes full advantage of webtoons being a phone thing where sometimes things are just more exciting visually backlit there's a lot of green like electrical energy like just really interesting color choices that just fucking come out the at the screen in your face like zelen the main hero's eyes are just this interesting like piercing shade of k-drama green <laughs> so and, and they all have silver hair and Ooh. i would just preach anything by snail lords to anyone because the visual style that snail lords has just is my favorite but also because varus is like i am like just in love with Veros. Like, if there's any, like, I, I'm demisexual for Veros. Like, Veros came into my door right now. I'd be like, oh man, Corey, we're gonna have to figure out a way to make this work. Like, because Veros is now <laughs> with us as a thruple. I'm sorry, but we just have to figure it out. And it's not weird because it's like college age kids instead of like so like young adults, like actual adults, not like I'm 18 and I'm a young adult. Like, I'm living on my own. I'm a young. <laughs> Which is another fun thing about webtoons that I've that yeah. I've found on here is that they're not about teenagers. A lot of them are about college age, and like we've talked about before, a little bit more adult presenting than some of the shoujo stuff that I grew up with. So, what's another one from you of your webtoons? I really enjoy Gourmet Hound. Gourmet Hound is also finished. And it is this, a little romance slice of life of this one woman who has a really intense sense of smell and loves food. She grew up in like a home that cooked and I think her grandmother was, or her, yeah, was really relevant in the cooking community or something. And she meets this, so she's like all bubbly and happy and she meets this somber sad chef who was renowned but then at some point lost a sense of smell and they meet uh when she like saves his life from burning something because he didn't smell it burning and she's like what the fuck swoops in saves the day gets all wrapped up in his friendships and their drama and then just goes about saving the day by being kind and it's not as happy-go-lucky is that but it, it's really just genuinely sweet it certainly left me feeling pretty happy and what i really enjoyed is that the characters were like they had reasons that they were actually upset with people and valid reasons they're like you freaking disappeared or you gave up on your dream and we're you know we've been competitors when we were supposed to be on the same side like some of them are just like we were family and you just stopped you know interacting with me things like that it it's actually good stuff but you know she just perseveres and a lot of the adults end up resolving their relationships independently without her and I just kind of I enjoyed that seeing these adults resolve their differences in kind of smart considerate ways where they addressed the tensions between the two of them instead of avoiding them. And so we're able to kind of recover relationships that they had lost over time. What's another one from you? Awesome. Okay. So another one that I really like is, um, well, okay. So are you going to do midnight poppy land or are you not going to? Cause I have another one. If you don't, if you want to do midnight poppy land, I would love to do midnight poppy land. 
Okay, so I'm going to do, so another one that I really like is My Irresistible X, and it actually just started, but I'm hooked from, like, the beginning, and it's really embarrassing, because I usually, like, I find these, and they're, like, 50 chapters deep already, or, you know, like, they're from, like, the top tens list or whatever, and this was one of the, like, new to webtoons, like, new series released today or whatever, and I read four chapters of it and I'm like don't spend coins Jessica don't spend coins but I really want to because the premise is that um this k like this k idol she actually is like the the top of all of the charts right now and she actually was married before and like everyone knew about it but it was like a secret marriage so like no, it wasn't the the other person wasn't publicized and then they had a divorce so like the world knows that this happened but it's like far enough in the past and she wasn't as popular as she is now so it was like she she like quit the the marriage to become popular is like the way that they presented this this storyline and then now her ex-husband is like back from america and is like like just like strategically placing himself in her path and like you could tell that they did not get divorced because they stopped loving each other And I'm just like, I am a sucker for these. Like they get, they like they they quit being together for some reason that they both were like, oh, this is very serious. I'm going to stop for my, your your job is so important to you, and I want you to be able to do what you love, and I don't want you held back by me. But then like later, he's like, but I can't resist it anymore. I'm going to win her back, you know. And she's just like, no, I can't. Like he's playing with my emotions. He doesn't mean it. Like that is a trope that I will, I will fucking baity like i'm very well easily baited by this shit aaron like hmm. <laughs> all of these tropes give them to me a billion different I wish ways you know that about yourself oh man it's real terrible like i don't even care like i'm i am a trash person who enjoys trash media and this is the trash that i just like lose my mind for like take my money except for please don't i don't want to give you i don't want to give anybody any more coins because i am saving myself for lore olympus <laughs> Except for, we'll talk about it later, but it, the, I, I only spend coins on Laura Olympus with one exception, and it was for this podcast. So what's what's another one that you like, Erin? I have really, really loved Midnight Poppyland. I've loved it for very shallow reasons, okay? <laughs> Midnight Poppyland. There is Poppyland. She is a young woman who moves from kind of middle of nowhere to a big city for the first, and she's kind of living alone for the first time in her life. Uh, she just got out of a shit relationship when she caught another woman on her boyfriend's lap. And she's like, I'm going to get away. I'm going to make a new name for myself. I'm going to start over, start again. On her journey, she gets in a moped wreck, finds a body, May have picked up a journal that's full of the like a like a mafia gang secrets, <laughs> and is being followed by one of the major bodyguards for the family. And what I love about this is he is like fucking. I'd climb him like a tree tall so like oh my, my yeah like fucking a he's got like gorgeous long hair really moody cheekbones it's just you just look at him you're like i would climb that quite willingly climb that and poppy has every reason every reason to be scared of him every reason to avoid him 
But then she finds her little heart pitter-patting and you get inside his head more and he's just like, I don't understand feelings. And I have a really tragic backstory that he hasn't quite shared with her. And she's kind of got a tragic backstory that she hasn't quite shared with him. But they're just so freaking cute and he can't keep his hands off of her. And I'm just like, I love this so much. Like, I love this for very shallow, beautiful reasons. (laughs) She is a thick cinnamon bun and I love her. And that is hilarious because you told me to read this and I did. And I was like, I love it. And then it occurred to me that the two things that we both read have that weird, I'd I'd climb that like a tree like protagonist and also thick cinnamon bun heroines and i'm like mm, we have a type we have a shared type you know it's a also representation of us <laughs> like, yeah exactly give me like, the thick cinnamon bun girl who i can project onto who exactly. gets to climb the tree okay because yeah i have a type i'm not ashamed i know my husband's a foot taller than me it's all good uh same and i don't know how i pulled that off but also same like there, there should not be a person who's a foot taller than yeah. me because I am 5'8", but I still have somebody who's a foot taller than me as my husband. He's so tall. <laughs> I've met him once and I was just like, God damn. <laughs> God damn. Uh, yeah. Like, no, I still don't know how I manage that, but I win. <laughs> I win this game. <laughs> yeah, you know, I almost, when I met him, I almost was like, can you just like, pick me up (laughs) in a non-weird way i was like dude i just want to see what it's like from your world like can you just he's a real dick about his height too what's it like being tall well because i i'm not offended by it right because i've been the tall kid my whole life so like i get his energy a little bit that's one of the reasons why we work so well together because i am the weirdly tall girl in the room and so him making fun of me for being short is actually like refreshing i'm like yeah call me shorty i like being called shorty (laughs) please like make me feel dainty like yeah (laughs) i feel so petite for once (laughs) yeah exactly like and i think that's the fun part about webtoons and stuff is that like there's just this visual i don't know every single one of them there is that like half a foot to a full foot difference and they're just stacked right that's why that's why i referred to it earlier as semi-pornographic because some of the midnight poppy land shots of the the hero and you're just like god damn like they could maybe potentially yeah. be those like porn gifts like out of context <laughs> like you could see that being like yeah yes i i can see the rest of the scene here and it's me calling you daddy you know like probably vulgar for somebody yeah, like, holding a baby but is... i don't care <sighs> mama's got needs too i mean the proof is in the baby i don't know <laughs> like <laughs> The proof is the baby. Ah, uh, which was that awkward thing I didn't I realize. I didn't want to to learn this, but whenever you work at a factory and they have kind of a loose interpretation of modern safe war culture, uh, having a baby and walking around pregnant is is the unofficial flag being raised, where they can at least make one sex joke to you. Everyone feels entitled to make one sex joke to you when you're very visibly pregnant, waddling around a factory floor. They're like, yeah, as you know, right? Wink. And I'm like, I'm so tired and hormonal. I'm not even mad about this. But if I wasn't very visibly pregnant, I would kick your ass right now. <laughs> like, uh. I can just imagine you turning around, like, with your hand on your belly, just glaring. Just, like, intimidatingly, yeah. like, hmm, do I? Mm. Do I know? Are you sure this wasn't 
Immaculate conception. How many people could get away with that? I know that's a really overdone joke, but I mean, like, honestly, I wish that more women tried to get away with immaculate conception. Like, if we just all pushed for it, like, like, no, this is immaculate, man. It's clean as a whistle is what this pregnancy was. Like, I refuse <laughs> to acknowledge that I am not a Barbie doll underneath my clothes. Like, if we just all really leaned into it and believed it, like, I'm supposed to believe my pronunciation of last names is correct, like, maybe we could make it happen and just, like, intimidate <laughs> people who are trying to make these terrible jokes about our bodies and make them feel uncomfortable instead. That's the kind of attitude I want to bring into the world as a mother. You're just like, I don't know what a penis is. I've never mm, seen a yeah. penis in my life. No, I don't know. Why don't you explain that to me? <laughs> what does it look like? Can you draw one? How does that work? Are they are they normally that small and grotesque? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway. So yeah, that those are some of the big ones that I get back to. But like we mentioned before, some big old publishing houses are getting involved in Webtoons more. I think you and I have both read one of the stories. Why don't you start with the one that you read? Okay, so... I noticed that Archie Comics had one called Big Ethel Energy, which is an obvious, like, okay, so the thing about Webtoons is nobody gives a shit about Webtoons, quote unquote, because they're marketed to, quote, young women, or like, I'm surprised they didn't just say girls or some other sort of like, like bullshit, like dismissive thing. Um, But they're like... That doesn't matter because it's for young women. Young women don't read comics, but like they're making, they're sillying the comics by portraying them for young women. But Archie Comics has always been sort of for younger. I, I don't know. I can't, I can't imagine Archie Comics being something that's not for young women. Also, I can though because it's been like it's the OG bullshit uh, love triangle. But like instead of being fantasy fulfillment for women it's like the traditional fantasy fulfillment for men literally having an epiphany right now erin archie comics are the like bullshit love triangles this This is the fun episode (laughs) this is the fun episode (laughs) i'm sorry but like but yes you're right it's (laughs) fun episode and they're looked out on me for my bullshit love triangles theirs has been around since the okay anyway um so Big Ethel and OG, apparently there's a <laughs> secondary character uh, in the Archie universe. Uh, can we call it the Sabrina universe from now on? Girl power. <laughs> but, I can't stop you. So <laughs> so in the Sabrina universe, uh, there's a sub-character called Ethel. Uh, I guess I didn't, I didn't read enough of them or read them that closely. But she like had a crush on, oh shit, what's the guy's name? The Archie? No. Jughead? Jughead. I don't know. Jug. Those are the only dudes I know. Okay. (laughs) Jughead. Jug. Jug. Which immediately, like, when I open this up, this is drawn in the Korean love triangle style. Like, this is, this looks like it's a bullshit love triangle. It, it looks, it looks and feels like an actual webtoon. And I'm like, oh no. And then I see the way that they've drawn Archie and it's like got this weird, like, hard to quantify Americanism to it and you see the way that they've drawn Betty and Veronica and it's also this weirdly American thing but then you see Ethel and she's got the sweet cinnamon bun look and then you see Jughead and he's got K-drama superstar like cheekbones and face proportions and you're like 
he's the goddamn protagonist of this. Like, nailed it. Like, right there. That's the that's the thirst trap, and that's the cinnamon bun. I've identified the tropes now. I can enjoy this thing. And what's pissed me off about this, Aaron? and let me tell I you. I hate that so much. <laughs> I love it. It's amazing. Especially since, like, I was like, okay, so are we just going to pretend like the, 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 the TV universe doesn't exist? Because I'm pretty sure that the Sweet Life of Zack and Cody actor one or the other of them i can't remember which one that played jughead like i'm pretty sure that i saw in the news because i didn't watch it i stopped watching it because fuck those cw shows but that he was actually on like ace or at least to me uh, jughead was always kind of coded as ace yeah well i'm like are we ignoring that but i guess we are i don't know we'll have to see i'm not going to read it again for another year and a half though because they have a five episode deep paywall Aaron. And of course, I paid for Holy five shit. chapters, and it was worth it at the time. It will not be worth it to sustain. I'm not going to do it again, especially since after the last time I hit, I hit it, and I kept hitting it. And I was like, Jesus, how many? Five? And then I got to thinking about it. Most paywall chapters that I've seen traditionally are three, and those are from independent artists like on webtoons, and these motherfuckers from Archie come over here and they're like, no, we want five of your coin monies, please, in order to be on Webtoons. And we're going to also like like code characters in a really weird aggressive way. <laughs> like, what the fuck? No, I'm never doing this again. But I, I had paid for it by the time like it occurred to me to be outraged. I had already paid for it. So um basically Ethel gets out of this really shitty town, this small town energy, obviously. And, like, there's this really traumatic first episode where she, like, it's like, oh, yeah, I work at the movie theater and I got comp tickets. I'm going to go on this date with Jughead and uh, Archie and, and Veronica. And she gets there and she's like, oh, yeah, let's gotta get the tickets. And they're like, I'm excited to see this movie or says something like, we're like, are you ready for us to see the movie? And they were like, excuse me, us? No, I should have been more clear whenever I was asking you for the tickets. It's just going to be Jughead, Veronica, and I. Like, Archie flat-ass, bare-faced tells her this. And she's like... Oh my god. She's like, nope, never again. Fuck all of you. Like, I'm going to New York City. I'm going to be a writer. Really so. (sighs) So she goes to New York City. She's a writer. She's kind of made it. But then, like, her hard-hitting articles are starting to be, like, less hard-hitting. They're like, mm, that was a really great article you did about peace in the uh, Middle East or, or some other, yeah. like, hard, like coded, like, oh, yeah, that was a really great in-depth political article. Can you can you do one about ten ways to get him to notice you? <laughs> because you didn't get enough clicks. And she was like, I've never dated in my life, so I can't, I can't really do that, but sure, I'll Google some shit and make a bullshit thing. And meanwhile, she's been asked to go back to her old town, like hometown, to write a book about it. So she goes back, and then now it's everyone's like, oh my god, Mm. look at Ethel, she's hot as fuck. And like, you get to see all of these characters, like, grown up, doing weird jobs. So yeah. So, that's Archie Comics. Weird slice of life for adults. There's so much potential for that one. Yeah. I know, but I'm never gonna read it again, because I'm like four months away from getting another free episode (laughs) anyway so what is the other one that you and i have both read batman wayne family adventures which is so much much flipping fun all you batman readers out there it is not your 
traditional Batman story. Do you know why? Why? Well, I'll tell you. No villain has made an appearance. (laughs) It's It's just been the family. It's so good. Because it's all slice of life. It's Bat Dad. I mean, it's just goofy ass shit where the kids are all like, we're just going to fuck with Batman. We're going to just make it very clear that some of us, Oracle, more competent than others. <laughs> Everybody else who's not Oracle. Um, Cassandra Kane. Wait, no, Cassandra Kane too. But you, you get. Well, yeah, I'm just saying Oracle is really fucking cool. Like, I know. I know. What I, I just, what I, I just really loved whenever at. she was like, "That's a bad idea, guys." <laughs> when Kane was like, "Bad idea." <laughs> that was my oh, favorite yeah. one. <laughs> when they did their arm competition, oh, that was so good. So good. I love how much of a dick Dick is. Like that's just quality yes. shit. Um, I don't know anything about that. Dick about is like, Batman. And I feel like Wade Family Adventures yeah. is giving me all I need to know about Bat Family. Yeah, like it it really you're not learning anything about the universe, but it's so easy to connect with. It's so easy to just jump into because it's just slice of life. Like it's just the easy shit of these siblings trying to like navigate the world and piss their dad off their dad just happens to be batman and it's fucking lovely (laughs) fucking lovely and you get just like a different glimpse into their world i was surprised by how short the episodes were Mm, yeah me too but i think that just is a dc thing and they, they give quite a bit of laugh for how short the episode is but that is like my one complaint is that they're very, very short because there are so many indie ones that you and I read that it's like 30 panels before oh, the yeah. end of the chapter. Whereas this one's like, haha, you got four. <laughs> You're like, the fuck? Or at least that's how I feel when reading. It's like one joke. Like each like each one is like one joke. But I, I kind of like that. It's like the antithesis of the extended Batman universe. Like you're saying, there's no, you're not learning anything about Batverse except for you're just learning about the characters that are included in the Bat Family. It's my shit, okay? Like, I love the, I love the Bat Family, mm. but I won't, I won't pay for it. I know you did though, so you can. I did, and I haven't been disappointed with it. I think I'm gonna lay off on paying for it and just kind of let it uh, go for a little while. But it, like, it's also my shit when it comes to just silly fun that is really kind of hard to replicate you know it's just good shit it's just good shit i wonder if the like shortness of the chapters is a little bit because i know you read slice of life like the like actual real life manga slice of life stuff i i don't really like it's not any manga that i've really exposed myself to but i know for a fact that you do because you read way of the house husband i do read way of the house husband and aren't those super short as well? Like, don't it, it they keeps all- on par with that, kind of. They are. Yeah. I kind of like that, though. Like, I might read more Slice of Life stuff, like, traditional Slice of Life stuff, because of this one. Oh, yeah. that's kind of a low threshold to get behind. And let's do it. Let's just go and do a thesis about Slice of Life, like, being made in America versus a Slice of Life being made in Korea. Like, just go and do a deep dive of, like, what it reads into culturally, the differences between comedy and the similarities. Like, what's the Venn diagram of comedy? Through the lens of slice of life comics, <laughs> as made by different nationalities. You're getting serious in our fun ah, episode I'm again. I'm so sorry. Stop it. 
Stop it. <laughs> I just want to talk about how Webtoon is one of those apps that you could just get in and find like one that you read. And next thing you know, you have 30 that you're subscribed to and you're like, oh, shit. And you stay up with them forever. And then after a while, you're like, um, no. And then you just stop reading it. And then, you know, I'm not saying that from experience. It's fine. Yeah. But then like a month later, you have a sleepless night and you have something to keep you up. Yep. As you read another one. Yeah. Or get caught up on the ones that I have. I have a couple that are like that, that are like 700 chapters deep. Like they're dailies, <laughs> one panels or two panel dailies. And I'm like 700 behind. <laughs> At least with that one, you're like, I can miss 700 and I'm not really missing anything because that's the fun thing about Slice of Life is like you can miss chapters and it's not horrible, you know? Yeah. Whereas ones with stories, if you miss chapters, you're like, I don't know what the fuck is happening. I mean, if it's written well, at least because I've read some where I'm just like, I don't have to actually read this to know what's going to happen in seven or eight chapters. Look at exactly. these Dragon Ball Z filler episodes. <laughs> oh, and that's the other thing that I like about the comic app because it gives you, it has bookmarks, which is the thing that was always so hard about, mm. like, why you had to have all of the tabs open on all of the different web comics, right? Like, who the fuck knows which one I'm on? So it, it's a rare web comic <laughs> that I read now that's not in Webtoons because, like, how am I going to know if I've read any of these like xkcd i'm not gonna ever be able to know that i've read all of those bothers me that's fair okay that's fair i respect that for you well i guess it's probably time to wrap up the episode though i mean we've talked about the wonders of webtoons and how you can find any kind of niche media that you could have ever wanted like so much so that dc and whoever the fuck owns Archie is getting in on it and you know what power to them power yeah. freaking to them for doing so and putting out free content yeah it's a model that makes money and yet still is accessible and it's a app that isn't sketchy in the slightest and yeah get on board while it's still good people because we all know that these things go downhill fast <laughs> Like, looking at you, Discord, like, one of these days, oh Discord's God, no yes. longer going to be a good thing. You gotta call them out like that shit. Uh. <laughs> fucking going yeah. for the throat. <laughs> I hate, I hate. <laughs> like, big ethyl energy, except for I never left rural Kansas. I almost said same, but I was like, I'm not from here. That's not he, he moved to a different rule. Except for not really, because you're kind of in, I like, the Portland. from one rural to another. Yeah, you're, like, in the Portland of the Midwest. I'm in the so. rural Portland area. Yeah. Rural Portland. It'll be fine. Okay, but where could they find us? If you Google Girls Talk Comics, we are on Google Podcasts. We're on Twitter. And in most of the places that you would find us pop up, there's a link tree that we are on where uh it'll have all of the things including our discord our ko-fi our twitter and facebook that sometimes gets updated <laughs> and you know all of the things so yeah find us google us find us on linktree and then save that website for all of your future girls talk podcast needs girls talk podcast girls talk comics needs yeah that one <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, or are we ghouls talk comics now? <laughs> ghouls? <laughs> because it's spooky season, ghouls talk comics, right? <laughs> I feel like you have to have a very specific can't New York stop, accent for that joke to work. <laughs> That's fair, and we don't have that. No, but Goyles whenever... Talk comics, I don't fucking know. Whenever you sent that to me, that's how I read it. Like a like a like a pseudo Fran Fraser like voice, you know. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. I love okay. it. I love it. I love it. Okay. I love it. I love it. I love it. Well, thank you, everybody, for joining us today. We will talk to you later. Bye. Bye. I'm a fucking stooge. Stooge? Scrooge. You want that borderline pornographic Asian art, don't you? Like, I I got it. I got it for you. You want it? You want it? Like, guy with the (laughs) trench coat opening it up, holding all of the porn, like, borderline pornography. (laughs) You know what? (laughs) I blame Aura because he's the one that gave me Sunstone.